Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We have been talking about uh, the new covenant because of our faith in Jesus Christ. He has brought us into the new covenant and He has already made us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, so that we may declare uh, His praises that we have come out of the darkness, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of His light. And so this is a high calling that God has given to us and He has opened the door into the most holy place in, in, in heaven, uh, in the kingdom of God, to us, so that we can receive from Him the resources of heaven, so that we can receive grace that we need in order to live out this life. And so, this, we, we need to rise, rise up and we need to live worthy of this calling. And that's why it's very important that we change our mindset how we see ourselves, how we see what we can do, how much we can do. We want to see ourselves in Christ. We want to see the resources coming from God so that we can even do that which is not possible. Remember, God wants to make us a distinguished people, a great nation, a holy nation, so that we can truly represent Him, so that we can truly uh, show Him to the world so that the world may come to know Him. And last week, we also know that we want to live worthy of this high calling because of the supremacy of Jesus. He is in all things. He is above all things. And He is before all things. So we are created through Him, but also for Him. So when we realize the supremacy of Jesus is in all things, that, that means in every area, in every aspect of our life, we are submissive to Him. And we are asking Jesus to come and rule and reign in every area of our life. Uh, whether it's in the family, whether it's in our work, whether it's in the church, with people, you know, we want to live worthy of His calling in our life. And uh, this evening, I want to share another aspect why we want to live worthy of, of this high calling is because of the coming judgment of God. Because when we start to serve God, when we start to live for God, and we speak for God, you know, Sooner or later, you will face persecution. You will face opposition. People will do things or say things that will be so damaging, that will be so hurtful to us. And sometimes we get so frustrated because after you have done it, serve God, and, and these, these people, you know, the way they, they tear what you have done, you know, and, and, and want to destroy what you have done. We, we get so frustrated. And if we, if we only know a God that is love, God is love, we know that for sure. 
So what we normally do is, oh, never mind, never mind, forgive the person and uh, be patient, be loving. And sometimes we come to a dead end where we just could not take it. Do you know, it's important that we know that there is a coming judgment, that God is just and He will judge. And this will encourage us, this will help us so that we can really be strengthened again and knowing that what we do is not hopeless. What we do is, is well, th th there will be reward, there will be the righteous judgment of God being manifest in, in this situation. So let's look into the book of Second, Second Thessalonians 1. 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 4. Therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. All this is evidence that God's judgment is right. And as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. Verse 6, God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. So here you are. God is just. And uh, so when Jesus comes, it's more than just coming to receive us into his eternal kingdom. He also come as a judge. He also come to judge each person according to what they have done. And in fact, the Bible tells us that when Jesus is revealed, when he comes from heaven, he, he is revealed in blazing fire with his powerful angels. So it tells us that a God who come ready to, 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 to judge and to fight against those who oppose what he is doing. So the coming of Jesus is payback time. Is payback time. God will pay back what we have done. And, and this really gives us a warning for ourselves. Because a lot of times, this kind of opposition, this kind of works happen. It's among believers. It's in the church. It's people who are in the church who is, that we are fighting against. <laughs> not they, they, not the, the devil outside, but people in the church. And so we got to examine ourselves. We got to be careful because God is a just God. He will judge and he will pay back. And many times we think that, oh, you know, we have done something bad. And uh, after a while we'll come back. We thought, everything is settled. Oh, it's long gone. Never mind. We just move on. Let's read what God is doing in the, uh, Isaiah 
Isaiah 65, verse 6 to 7. See, it stands written before me. I will not keep silent, but will pay back in full. I will pay it back into their laps, both your sins and the sins of your ancestors, says the Lord. Because they burn sacrifices on the mountain and defile me on the hills, I will measure into their laps the full payment for their former deeds. So just because God has not acted yet, just because He is silent, it doesn't mean that it's okay. And the Word of God is telling us that He has recorded, He has written everything down. And there come a time that He will not keep silent. And we know that time is when Jesus come again. Now, it may seem that it doesn't matter what you do. And a lot of people take it for granted because all they know is a God of love, God of grace, God of mercy. Yes, He is. But let's not forget that God is just. God is a God who will judge and He will pay back in full, in full, all that these people have done who have sinned against Him. And, and it says here, I will pay back in, uh, in full what they did, their former deeds. That means, hey, it happens long ago. But I've recorded it. I will hold them accountable for what they have done. And so it's very important that we, maybe we have done some wrong. And indeed, God is a God of love and grace and mercy. And He wants us to repent. He wants us to settle it. Rather than just think as if nothing happened and we're just wanting to move on without resolving that, that problem. You may need to go and, and talk to somebody and you may need to go and apologize to them. You may need to go and confess. Yeah, I, I, I did this and, and it's damaging and it's, it's wrong. And not just act as if nothing happened because God will pay back in full. And look at uh, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 4, verse 14 to 15. Alexander, the metal worker, did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. So the, the, the unjust thing, the unrighteous thing that we have done may not be physically harm, uh, destructive or hurtful. And most likely is the words that we speak. So you see Alexandra, the metal worker here, you know, definitely his opposition, his work and, and his harm that has done to the Apostle Paul is not physical. But in his opposition to the message. Opposition to the message. So can you imagine Paul, the Apostle Paul is trying to build the church and, and advance the kingdom of God. Here is Alexander, this metal worker who opposes, who, who, who bring about division, destruction uh, in the church 
and, and so that the work is frustrated. And so in church, that's what happens sometimes, isn't it? We want to build the church and here, right in our midst, there are people who speak things and, 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 and who frustrate the work of God. And let me say this, it doesn't matter because it will be recorded. And uh, the Apostle Paul here, you know, he talks a lot about grace. Here he did not say, oh, you know, we forgive the person, we got to love the person, we got to care for the person. The Apostle Paul says, God, the Lord will repay him for what he has done. And the Apostle Paul says, you know, you uh, uh, guard against him. Be careful about this person. So we got to be we got to be real, you know. Some 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 people they project a kind of Christianity is so feminine. You, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, it's always love, 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 you know. But here we see God is just. He come in blazing fire. We see the masculine side of God, you know, that he will judge those who come against him and against his work. And he will repay in full. So let's, let's be careful. Let's examine ourselves. As, as, as we say, most of these things are done by Christians, done by people in the church. Uh, if they are outside, well, you can't do anything about it. And so the Apostle Paul said, you, you watch out because he will come in. He will, he will uh, 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 destroy the work of God through what he says. So we've got to be careful about him. And uh, in last day, there will be a lot of false prophets. There will be a lot of deception. People will speak as if they are speaking for God, but actually they are uh, against what God is doing. And uh, let's look at Second Peter, Second Peter two, verse nine to thirteen. Second Peter two, verse nine to thirteen. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the ungodly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. So this is a comfort for us when we are really doing what God wants and uh, there'll be this kind of persecution. God will see us through eventually. Yes, there'll be suffering, there'll be problem, but God will uh, know how to rescue us and, and eventually judge the unrighteous. Verse 10, this is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority, bold and arrogant. They are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. Verse 12. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed, and like animals, they too will perish. They will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their ideas of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. Uh, they are blots and blemish, revealing in their pleasure, uh, reviling in their pleasure, 
while they feast with you. So we got to be careful. You know, these people, they are, they are not outside. They are feasting with us. They are fellowshipping with us. They are in our midst. And yet they, they do damage. What, what kind of people are they? They follow the corrupt desire of the flesh. You know, we got to watch out when men or women, they just do what their natural instinct, you know, their flesh, what they think is right and wrong or, or wrong, and, uh, and, and they use the name of God. These are the people uh, that you got to watch out. And how do they manifest this uh, fleshly uh, work that they, they do? Here it says they despise authority. They despise authority. You know, people who rebel against authority, who speak against authority as if it's nothing, you've got to watch out uh, against these people. Something is not right. You know, because authorities are set by God, isn't it? You know, and uh, God has given each one according to His grace. And if He has set you in this authority, you do not want to last after something that He has not set you in. And when He has set somebody over you, you better learn how to submit to the authority and acknowledge the authority that God has given. Satan fall because he lusts after the authority that God has not given him. He lusts after God's authority. He wants to rise up and to be worshipped. And there are people in church. They want a position. They want an authority. They want an inference that God has not given. And so they rise up to rebel against the authority that God has said. They bring about division. They, 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 they bring about destruction. And so we have to be careful. Because it does matter. This is the kingdom of God. This is... This is the work of God. And when we come against, when we destroy the work of God, what does the word of God say? You destroy the temple, I will destroy you. And so we got to take note. God is a just God. Everything that we do does matter. And so these people, those who follow their flesh, they despise authority. They have no qualms about authority. They think they are so great. And that's why it goes on to say they are bold and arrogant, bold and arrogant. They think they are so right. You know, it's what they say, it's what they think. They're so bold and arrogant. They think they, they have gods on their side. But we got to, got to look into the Word of God. And in fact, the Word of God described these people as animals, unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct. Right? When you are bold and arrogant, you do not recognize authority, and it says you, they, they speak on things that do not, they do not understand. And so the Word of God gives us an example about angels. These angels, they are created by God, they know authority. 
and they were sent forth to pronounce judgment on this celestial being. Who are they? This celestial being are the principalities and powers. And angels, they're higher than this celestial being. And God sent them to pronounce judgment on this celestial being. The Bible tells us they know this being has authority and power. Even though they have a higher authority, they did not simply blaspheme and, and speak as if, you know, they, 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 they are everything. No. They recognize this being and they just follow what God wants them to do. But these people in church, these people will follow their corrupt desire of the flesh, who despise authority, who are bold and arrogant. They speak things that they do not understand. And, uh, and bring about damage, bring about harm to the church of God, to the kingdom of God. And the Bible says they will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. And so we, we really need to be careful because when God judges, He searches the heart. And He sees things uh, uh, that, uh, that we don't see because we only see this. The, the, the surface, right? God goes right into the heart. God goes right into the motive. God knows everything. And uh, so this evening, let's remember, God is a just God. So let's rise up to serve God. And no matter how difficult, how challenging the, the task is before us and, and the kind of opposition that we face, let's be encouraged that God is a just God. And he will count us worthy of his kingdom when we suffer for him. Worthy of his kingdom. When the time comes, when he comes, he's not just coming to judge, he also comes to reward. When he comes, the Bible says this is a relief time for us. Verse 7 of 2 Thessalonians 1. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 7. Give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. So we want to thank God that whatever difficulties we're going through is not going to last forever. There come a day when Jesus appears in blazing fire to judge. It will be relief time for us. That's the time when we enter into the kingdom of God. He said, you're worthy of the kingdom of God. Come, rule and reign with me. Come, the kingdom that I prepare for you since the beginning of foundation. So thank God that he has called us to be royal priesthood, to be a holy nation. And he's, he's, he wants us to live out this calling so that we will enter eventually into the kingdom of heaven. His kingdom to ruin reign with him. And, and so, uh, and God also knows how to rescue us. Even though we go through difficult times, he will take us through. He will take us through. Let us continue to look to him and not give up. Uh, having the endurance to go through all that we, we, we have to go through uh, when we serve him. So that we will enter into his glory. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you 
for the hope that we have, the joy that we have, knowing that Jesus, you're coming again, Lord Jesus. You're coming with blazing fire with your powerful angels. You're coming back to judge because you are a God of justice. And Lord, we take comfort in this, knowing that everything is not forgotten. You write everything down in your book. It's recorded. All that has gone through. And we pray for your grace and mercy upon us. There are times we too have failed and done wrong. And Father, we pray that you will review and to us, give us that humility so that we will know how to settle things with you and with people so that we can really move on. And Father, we pray that you will, uh, your word will continue to abide in us, that we will continue to know how to walk before you in fear and in honor of your name, Lord, because you are supreme, Lord Jesus. We want to serve you. And so, Lord, bless everyone who hears this message. Cause our spirit to arise and to, to be encouraged and to be filled with your Holy Ghost bonus in our hearts to serve you, to hold on to faith and to have great endurance so that the day will come that we will, you will acknowledge that we are worthy of your kingdom. And we, we thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again.